What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode nine of Crime and Court USA. I'm your host, Mundo Cario. Today is May 21st, 2021. I hope you guys are doing well. I am doing just fine. Thanks again for asking. I'm going a little stir crazy. <laughs> been kind of a uh, been wanting to get out and about lately. You know what I mean? Just it's getting warm. It's pretty much summertime. You know, we're definitely in the springtime. Gets a little windy here in New Mexico during the spring, so it makes you kind of not want to go outside. Unless <laughs> you want just eyes just full of full of dirt and sand. You know what I mean? It's not it's not very fun, but yeah, so yesterday I was planning on going to a coffee shop and just kind of working for a while, just doing some writing, stuff like that. And I was driving by the coffee shop and I just kept on going. I was like, nah, I don't know. I just kind of want to drive around for a little bit. I'm sure you guys do that too, right? Where you just get in the car and just sort of aimlessly drive around. <laughs> you just, nowhere in particular, you just need to get the hell out of the house. You know what I mean? So I just, yeah, I just kept driving all over Albuquerque. Didn't get anything done. I was planning, like I said, on actually doing stuff at the coffee shop, but <laughs> I just ended up driving around for a bit. Oh man, I got some fried chicken. I like my favorite spot. It's all good. It was still a d- day well spent, I guess. I didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> oh, oh boy, what else? I finished the Son of Sam documentary on Netflix, the limited series. Eh, like it actually turned out to be more about this investigative reporter who was, for all intents and purposes, obsessed with the Son of Sam case. And he went out to, I guess, prove that it was part of a that the son of sam david berkowitz was part of a satanic cult that was actually all carrying out the killings back in new york in the 1970s and yeah it kind of really didn't turn i mean obviously it was about the son of sam murders and all that but it was kind of mostly about this reporter and how he was kind of obsessed with it and stuff so yeah not quite what i was looking for as sort of a newbie to the son of sam murders and i guess yeah i could look into it myself <laughs> you know i could very much do my own research but as a newbie and i'm sure a lot of people watching this documentary are since those murders happened in the 70s i would have liked a little more just on those but i guess you know it's probably been covered before you know it's 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 years old gotta find a new angle on it i get it i mean it was, it was still interesting just because i'm a i well i used to fancy myself an investigative reporter so kind of like when people get into that mindset of just really obsessing over one case, so God respect it. But I, I don't know. It wasn't the show itself wasn't quite what I was expecting. I do want to check out Why Did You Kill Me. I think it's just a one timer, just a like a feature length documentary on Netflix. That looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Just keep my eye out for good, for good true crime, for a good, a good documentary, especially on Netflix. Netflix has been killing it. Those documentaries. So um, yeah, I'll keep throwing some out that I see to you guys. You guys throw out some good recs to me and. We'll keep it going. And uh, before I move on, I do want to say rest in peace to Paul Mooney, comedian Paul Mooney. You guys probably know him from Chappelle Show. He showed up every once in a while. They, uh, uh, I don't know, what do you say? Uh, something about Brian Gumble looking like Malcolm X. That that dude. Yeah, that dude's funny, man. But I passed away at the age of 79 this week. I didn't realize he was that old. But um, yeah, just, just thought I would throw that out there. All right, let's get into some actual news, shall we? So... The New York Attorney General, Tisha James, announced that she is conducting a criminal investigation into former President Donald Trump's business practices. She was doing a civil investigation before that, but this is different because with a civil investigation, 
she could have, I guess, basically could have just sued him for like, um, I don't know. If he, if he owed money or something like that, did something with his taxes, she could sue him. Or, I'm probably talking out of my butt there. Anyways, not it's not criminal. All right, it's not criminal stuff until now. Until now, she's saying that uh, she's criminally investigating the business, which there are no criminal charges so far, but criminal investigation is underway. And today, on the 21st, she also announced that uh, she is investigating the Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg. This is a quote from the New York Times says, uh, quote, the investigators have examined whether taxes were paid on fridge benefits that Mr. Trump gave him, that's Mr. Uh, Alan Weisselberg, including cars and tens of thousands of dollars in private school tuition for at least one of Mr. Weisselberg's grandchildren, end quote. And the Manhattan DA has been investigating Trump on a criminal basis since 2018. Again, no criminal charges. And this is kind of going back to a lot of people around Trump being charged or, or criminally investigated some even already doing prison time and so far trump has not been charged with anything even though everyone around him seems to be getting charged he keeps sort of dodging that bullet so we'll see how that all goes again just investigation at this point no criminal charges but when criminal charges drop you know i'll be there all right let's move on so the house has passed this i guess bill that would create a commission to study the January 6th Capitol riot, but it doesn't seem like it'll pass the Senate. So according to the New York Times, yeah, I don't know. I guess they want to study what led to the riot, which there's already like a Justice Department investigation. There are already several investigations into the Capitol riot. So I guess uh, the Republicans um, in the Senate were saying that this kind of just might interfere with those investigations and that there are already a bunch of investigations going on. So we'll see what uh, what happens there. I don't know if this is important or not, <laughs> because again, hundreds of people are, have been criminally charged. Donald Trump is basically shunned from social media for using social media to incite this riot. So I don't just, just thought I would mention that because we have talked a lot about the Capitol riot and we'll be talking about it more in the future, I'm sure. So I've also talked a lot about some possible changes to the Supreme Court with uh, with President Biden creating a, a commission to study possibly expanding the court and possibly forcing justices to retire after a certain age. The commission had its first public meeting on Thursday, the 20th. Did I get my dates wrong earlier? I don't know, sometimes I'm bad with dates. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they had their first meeting on Thursday, the 20th. Seems like they mostly did some administrative stuff, so not nothing too exciting. But that'll be super interesting to read the the report on that when they finish it up. I think the Democrats want to expand the number of justices from nine to thirteen, and stuff the rest of those four spots with with liberals so that they would hold a liberal to conservative uh, majority. Because now the conservatives have the majority, six to three. Yeah, I think even a couple of Democrats uh, introduced a bill to outright expand the court to 13 justices. That got shot down because this commission was created. So they do want to study the issue first. So we'll see. That'd be pretty interesting if they say, because uh, again, the Supreme Court is usually something that doesn't get touched. I mean, it hasn't really been touched since the 1800s. So if they change the number of justices or if they force justices to retire at a certain age, that'd be interesting. That'd be historic. So we'll see what happens. I've also kind of been following this Epic versus Apple trial. Epic Games, who created Fortnite, the Battle Royale, they sued Apple for basically saying that, um, well, they're arguing that Apple basically has a monopoly 
on its app store and that they completely call the shots. And I don't even think Fortnite is on any Apple products, which is crazy because Apple's like the biggest mobile, like like the biggest mobile device and uh, with, with the iPhone and I mean, Fortnite's one of the biggest games out there. I'm sure, I'm sure it still is. So it's kind of crazy that the game is on Apple devices, but yeah, the trial's still going on. A lot of gaming news has come out of the testimony and stuff, but I might check back up with that when the trial's over. It might be one of those things. I'm not sure what the jury situation's all about, if there's an actual jury or if there's a bench trial. If it's a bench trial, we might take uh, months to get a ruling <laughs> just because the judges, if it's just the judge deciding on something, then they'll usually take a while. Sometimes. In my experience, I guess all all judges are different, but yeah, we might take a while to see that. I don't know what kind of implications that might have. That's something I think I'll look into because I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd have to look into what that would all mean for app stores and all that. So that might be kind of interesting. That's that's business. That's kind of a lot of stuff I haven't really <laughs> looked into in my time as a reporter. It's kind of one of my blind spots. But that's kind of all that's gone on in the last few days. Yeah, just kind of another sort of laid back episode. Still trying to figure out what I want to do with this podcast, guys. I have um, I've started some, I guess, basically some files on some bigger stuff I want to talk about. Hopefully, I can start rolling those out in the coming weeks. Cause a lot of stuff does take research and does take some time to work on. So I want to do that. Also, like I said last episode, I kind of want to get back into doing some actual journalism. <laughs> you know, I want to do interviews uh, and seek out new information, all that kind of stuff. I want to figure out how to incorporate that into podcasts because I'd only really previously done that in print or in a, you know, a text form with online stories. So yeah, I want to figure out how to bring reporting to the podcast world. Until then though, still going to get episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. As I promised, appreciate you guys being with me on this journey. Remember to uh, share this podcast with your friends, with your enemies, with your family, whoever. Let's get the word out there, man. We're brand new. So you could use all the exposure we can get. You could uh, rate it and review it. Apparently that helps the algorithms. Uh, you know, people get to discover the show a lot easier. That would be that'd be pretty sweet if y'all could rate and review the podcast if you can. And until next time, I'll catch you guys later. Peace.